on this episode, we talk about how you can make money and how far can you really go on Talking Greasy. This episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash greasy. There you'll have access to over 180,000 titles right from your smartphone. Hey, best friend. Ain't it a blessing? We are Hear You Podcast. This is Tan. And this is B, And we're talking greasy. What you mean you ain't nasty? Why the fuck you came? Why the fuck you came? Why, why the fuck you came? What you mean you ain't Back with another week. We appreciate y'all coming in. And I know it's been the holidays. Everybody's been tired. But I got to get sent a room. If you don't mind, sir, could you introduce yourself? My name is Motion. Everybody know me as Motion. Lately, I've been going by Slow Motion because I do do other things. Uh, hold that nut, cause <laughs> uh, we uh, we gotta uh, get our question of the weekend. The question of the week. Name some interesting ways you made money. Dancing for 22 minutes. 22? 22 minutes. Okay, you got to set up a, the, the the backstory to that because making good money in 22 minutes, I mean, uh, shit, you got you to gotta get that game. Man, well, it started off me in the gym mm-hmm. training somebody. Somebody came to me, hey, you want to make some money? I'm like, what are you talking about? People come to me all the time. I'm, he was like, You'll make more than gas money. It was my bro Danger. Um, he introduced me into uh, male dancing. I know some of y'all seen Chocolate City, Magic Mike. That's what we do, but it's nothing like that. Trust me. Okay, let me ask you something because, okay. again, without tiptoeing into your backstory for the bigger uh, part of the show, didn't you? What, what what made you the most money? Your clothing, your stripping, your 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 other job. What, what, what kind of got you where you wanted to be financially? I will honestly say, it was the dancing, the stripping. Girl, you know what? I, Because, again, and then we're going to talk about some of those ways to make money. Then we're going to get to the big topic. Um, you know what? Women always walk around with this, oh, I ain't going to pay no nigga for nothing. Oh, he better come to the table with X, Y, and Z dollars. And I'm like, so when I hear you making all this money, it's almost like contradictory. Like, I mean, do, do, I mean, do girls be hesitant to break you off or you get uh, paid more from the club or like, before we get into everything, I'm gonna say this, man. We both equal, men and women. When men go to the strip club, what we do? Throw a lot of money. It's a sport, right? Yeah. Women do the same thing. When you get a group of women in a building where all the men look good, smell good, they gonna throw money. It's a sport. They they work hard. Some women make so much money they don't know what to do with it. So they come to the club and just boom, boom. It's a good feeling. I know when I like I'm a strip mm-hmm. club addict. That's why I go like two or three times man, a year. Man, I used to I used to do security <laughs> at strip club. You can keep that shit like hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. When I go to the strip club, when I tell my homegirls I'm coming, oh, they be like, it's a wrap. They know because I'm finna throw some money. Especially since I dance now, I know what it takes and what it is. So when I come in there, the least I done thrown was six hundred dollars. Dang. Man, what about <laughs> um? Because again, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm thinking passive income, clothing wise. Is can you set that up kind of passive? Like you, you put them, you ship them out. You, you wake up and you got a bunch of orders, not enough. Like how do you kind of keep that ball 
uh, circling? Well, um, you know, I believe in like seven streams of income. I know it sounds cliche, but yeah. it is a such thing as seven streams of income. Like you got to do so much. I work harder than a Jamaican. But my clothing, you just got to put it out there. When you put it out there, you wake up to orders or somebody. Like you can promote, promote, promote. You probably get like two or three likes. But in a week, somebody be like, oh, you know, I finally got a little money on the side. I'm going to support you. I want to buy some stuff. And it don't be like little stuff. They do big orders. So what I specialize in is I don't try to do, like, an abundance of things. Yeah. I try to make it exclusive, like the name brands. Yeah. So when people order something, they can feel like, oh, nobody ain't rocking this, so I got this. So when they order stuff, it's a big order. So, I mean, my my uh, every time I get an order, it's like $70 or more. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, man, let's uh, this, this, uh, this, skip all the bullshit. Let's get to the uh, the main topic. But let's take our break real quick. Okay. We're going to uh, find out how you uh, started rapping, how you became a stripper, and what's your future goals on okay. Talking Greasy. Y'all niggas is lying. It's time to talk that shit. Hey, and we back. Uh, Slow-mo, let me ask you a quick question, man. Be- before we get to the stripping and everything else, you was part of the early dance scene in Dallas, was you? Were you a rapper? Were yes. you a dancer? What? Yes. I was a rapper. Really? Yes. So you was you was around Mr. Hit That Hoe, all them, Fat Pimp, all them? Fat Pimp is actually my big brother. Like, we talk. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and be honest. you Were you the dancing the dancing dude, the rapping dude, or what? I was a dancing dude. I'm going to tell you how I got started. I was rapping, but I linked up with b Mr. Ricky Bobby. Yeah. That's my uh, daughter's godfather i'm his daughter's godfather his last daughter's godfather okay and um i um made a bond i met him through his manager uh rick he owned pink lounge yeah ricky booker and he got a um he had a label ckb entertainment he got another label now which is called access granted music and they doing like major things so i hooked up with him and he just said hey he did a couple of shows in uh, Dallas, and I was the one hyping him up dancing. So I was on a, I was on road with him. I met a lot of people. I was on the road with him, just like basically doing like the hype man scene, like the hype man approach. But um, you know, uh, Tyrone, yeah, uh, TJ Hooks, yeah. He started Couple Grand, and I was doing my own thing in my living room, rapping on acid. He's like, "Hey, you want to start something?" So we started a movement. Couple Grand still going. It's uh, left to my uh, little YGs. Mm-hmm. I call them my little YGs, my little brothers. They took over. But we had a movement in Dallas, like the underground scene, mm-hmm. where we was, uh, I was rapping for um, a good minute. But when I look at interviews of the new rappers today, when they say black ball is real, it's real. Really? Yes. I, I was like, I ain't going to say I was the best rapper, but I was marketable. Okay. So it got to the point where somebody caught on to me early, but they weren't able to make the moves to bring me to where I need to be. So it got to a situation where I wanted to switch managements. And when I switched managements, that person had a powerful DJ at the time. Okay. And that DJ, she told, she filled this DJ head with so much stuff about me instead of saying it was a business decision. She had it thinking like I just walked away and just left her high and dry. It was a female. Sound and, about right. And um, 
in that time when I had a, a single that was kind of bubbling. Yeah. Because I um. Just to give you just a quick a uh, quick uh synopsis of everything. Yeah. I had um I had um through Rick I met um what's his name? DJ um not drop um Trill. No, he worked at ninety seven nine. He had I can't believe I'm going I don't wanna say names. So I met a uh-huh. DJ who was working at ninety seven nine. We became like close, close, close. Definitely. And we wind up going to FedEx one day to print out some flyers. Mm-hmm. And I met a dude, a Jamaican dude, who was starting a label. And they was talking. Mm-hmm. And he was like, hey, man, I met this dude. He's trying to get an artist. He got money to put behind it. So he linked me up with him. And I end up, um, the, the dude ended up having a connect in Austin. So mm-hmm. I went to Austin. He was paying for studio time. I mean, this this was surreal. Like, I'm like, dang, I was just doing this as a hobby, but I got somebody actually putting money, and mm-hmm. I actually went through the um. I actually went through the production, where us cooking up a beat from scratch, mm-hmm. sampling stuff, cooking up a beat from scratch, writing the music, writing the hooks, and I'm out there, full fledged artist. And man, they had when uh uh. What was the what was Dallas D what was uh DJ Drops um Definition DJs? Yeah, definitely. They I had, remember they had several meetings and my single was brought up, but one of the DJs that was hot at that time kept saying, No, he's he's this and that. Only reason I knew because I had another DJ in there who really rocked with me and he went on and told me. So after that happened, man, you know, I just fell back behind the scenes. I was like, I don't want to do this no more, and I, I just went back. I just went to corporate America. Oh, and before that, did you have a kid in between that time? I did. <laughs> Sound about right. I did. So that was that was one of the reasons why I had to go to corporate America because I was out here chasing this dream. Yeah. And I had my kid, and I had to look. My family, like, we not close, but we close as far as when stuff need to be done, they'll handle it. Yeah. So when I had my kid, like, my uh, cousin, I call her my sister, her name Shay. Yeah. Um, she do her in uh, DeSoto. But uh, at KC's, so off of uh, Hampton and uh, Wintergreen, I'm going to plug her in. But she gave me her house. Like, basically, she wasn't there at, at the time. So mm-hmm. she was at her uh, my aunt's house. So she was there. All, she she gave me her house, and she made sure me and my son had everything she, uh, we need. My mom, her dad, which was my uncle who passed, Everybody just took care of me, and I was like, you know, me, my mom raised me better than that. So me, I'm like, man, I got to do something. So I hit up Rick. I said, Rick, I got to get off the road, man. I got to go get a job, man. I got to go get a, a real job where I can have my own money and take care of my kids. So that's where everything just came to a halt. Okay. So with the personal training, was that before or after that? That was after. Okay. So corporate job, uh training uh i mean didn't didn't train to make a decent amount of money especially since the uh, the more you know muscular you look the more people want to train with you especially the women it did it it uh when that happened it's a crazy story when i i had another kid my daughter okay so bank i see you super soaker hey man, <laughs> bank, bank of america gave me four months off paid leave they give you a, a maternity paternity leave yeah and um Within that four months, I met a long lost cousin, 
bodybuilder. He was like, hey, man, come to Fort Worth. So I'm, I'm training. Then people hit me up like, hey, your body transforming. Like, train me. I said, I don't know how to train. So I actually went to school. I went to school at uh, uh, National Academy of Sports Medicine. Everybody call it NASA. The hardest, the hardest, one of the hardest schools to train at. Mm-hmm. And I ended up passing. I started off working at, um, I started off like, I tried, no, I, I started training. Somebody found me on Instagram to do like Camp Gladiator, which is a very good company. I just wasn't ready at the time. It's a very good company. And they started me off, and while I was in training, they was like, hey, we finna give you two locations. So I quit my corporate job and I did the training. The only thing about training is I tell any personal trainer, if you do it, you gotta have like time on your hand. You can't just go off in there and be like, hey, I'm gonna do this on the side. It, it requires full time. Cause you got a lot of kids. Okay. Well, okay. You get proposition to be a stripper. Mm-hmm. And you know, you what 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 made you try it? Because I heard, because I listened to a few of your other interviews, you said you waited a month. What what happened in that month? Well, the uh, female, I, I don't want to mention names, the female I was training, mm-hmm. we was talking back and forth within that month. And what made me just go ahead and do it, because I kept saying, what if they don't like me, man? I, you know, I, I don't feel comfortable dancing in front of a lot of women getting naked. I was like, what if they don't like me? And she was like, what if they do? And it just rained in my head for like two weeks. And I just decided, to just, I hit I hit up Danger. I was like, man, what's up, man? He was like, you should have hit me earlier. We, I just got off tour. He was like, but show up here. I showed up to, um, it's a dancer who'd been dancing for years, like probably two, two or three decades. Hardcore. He had a, uh, yeah, he had a, he had, um, he was doing uh, monthly shows. And I showed up January 29th, so I'm finna come up on the anniversary, my three-year anniversary, uh, in a couple of weeks. And I I was uncomfortable, but I went around, I was grinding on females, I made $46. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me, let me ask you something, because obviously we need to get the stereotypes out of there. Um, do, do uh, let's get a few of them. What about the whole, is, is a lot of, of them male strippers gay, or are they just, they, or or straight undercover or or what? I'ma tell you this. With me rapping and me doing be helping them and yeah. fat pimp and all that, everybody know me. So I can honestly say what some people will say, yeah, he right. When I started dancing, it opened up a whole nother venue of other people like cause I'm from Holland Hills, Oak yeah. Hill. A lot of hood people, they it's like open doors so they can see like, oh, okay. Whatever stereotype they had, it was erased because they know me. Okay. So it got to the point where I start. I do everything I do is for a reason. So I started dancing, and when I got in good in the game, I start Instagramming, Snapchatting all the money I'm making. Okay. My anniversary, I made four thousand dollars in twenty two minutes, and they were like, "Man, I need to start dancing." So it got to the point where, ah, oh, they gay were to. Oh, man, I want to start dancing. I need to get my body right so I can start dancing. <laughs> man, okay, well, let me flip it on you. Uh, speaking of money-wise, mm-hmm. you said 4000 a week. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I used to work at Strip Club, so I know the game a little bit. How, how much they charge you to work there? How much they charge you to, you know, um, how much it charge you to, you know, maintain yourself, you know, your costumes, your your smell goods, your, your everything to keep yourself presentable? Unfortunately, 
the male dancing game is different from female stripping game. I feel like the, the female stripping game is modern day pimping. Really, okay. Because we don't, we don't, uh, we're not charged a house fee. Basically, I mean, whoever promoting us, they winning off us just showing up because the women going to come. Okay. Only thing we do as a common courtesy, we have a, a girl who trail us and they pick up our money when females throw money on us. They got to pick it up and we'll tip them out. So that's our only tip out. Oh, okay. So do the same girl like uh, get you presentable for the stage? No, we do have fluffers. Like it be sometimes where we might get wasted. We need somebody to come back there and get us excited. They got girls for that? It's called fluffers. They girls sign up for this. No, they don't sign up, but they they don't they don't um well, I mean cuz there's definitely going to be a woman listening. How money wise? Let's let's talk cash. Let's put a number on it. Mm-hmm. If they do this a whole week, I mean, well, prime time cuz you know, prime time nights. If they do this a couple of nights, what what, what type of money are they talking about? If they do that and they follow you and help you get Let's, your money? Well, you know, the least we can give them is $10. I normally give 25. Okay. So you got to just uh, times that by 12 dancers or maybe more. Oh, okay. Not not bad. Yeah. Not bad at all. Yeah. But, I mean, okay. Cause let's, let's get down to the mechanics of this stuff. Not too much because, I mean, we both grown as men in here. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, staying in shape, keeping that going, making sure the the crowd have fun but not get too crazy. I mean, what's the what's the wildest night and how you balance all that? Man, we got um I, I gotta give credit what credit's due, man. We got a dude named Shy Boy. He's been holding it down for us. He give us a um opportunity to make money and he give us some tough love. We he he'll tell us when we slipping. He'll he'll pull you to the side, be like, Hey Slamo, you getting fat, you need to get back in the gym. Wow. Yeah, he'll break it down straight like that, man. So yeah, I mean, like, like that. What, what, what if you, what if you have a, a soft night? Uh, pause and like, <laughs> like he, like, hey man, I need, I need some, I, I need, I need some more pep in your step, man. I need you, I need you as hard as trigonometry tonight. Like, I mean, like, like, well, like, he, I know, I know, this is a business, but how you keep, how? Because again, this is this is blurring the hell of the line of mm-hmm. being masculine or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I mean, how y'all keep that line and respect each other as men? Well, it's a brotherhood, and I can say right now it's at a good point where everybody respects each other. Okay. And we'll hold each other accountable. Like, it's sometimes when I'm out there dancing, I hear my homeboys and then my chat, the chat, they be like, that's the only moves you got. <laughs> so, yeah, your head like, let me switch it up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's a good environment, man, and – um I got to give, like I said, I got to get credit where credit's due. Shy Boy is really holding it down to where we all just, like, everybody just, just the main focus is to get money. Okay. Well, b- before we uh, talk more about the stripping, like your your clothing line on that, when when did that start? After the training, in between the stripping, or after the stripping? Like, like when? I'm I'm known to wear a lot of loafers. Mm-hmm. And, and like, I ain't going to say tight pants, but, like, And a Gucci pants. belt. Yep. Hey, for y'all who think I wear the same Gucci belt, I got three Gucci belts. I alternate them. How much a Gucci belt cost? <sighs> it can 
range anywhere from four fifty to three three fifty to four fifty. No wonder niggas be showing it off like they about the uh, yeah, like check. they about to morph or some shit. Cause yeah. I don't. I always wondered why. Like I don't care. These niggas can wear uh pajamas and they'll still have a Gucci belt showing somehow. Like it's like yeah, I I don't know, but. Yeah. But we ain't in the same tax bracket, so. Man, that's the championship, uh, belt, uh, heavyweight <laughs> championship belt of the world, man. Four fifty, you gonna want to show it off? Okay, this one more question, then we back to the stripping. No shade, and don't take it disrespectful. Why do you still have a corporate job? Because I mean, that's I mean, you you talking cash money shit, but you 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 clocking in, <laughs> you clocking in. So I mean, kind of gotta two words. What child support? Damn. <laughs> How many kids, man? I got three. Three? What, two boys, one girl? How you know? You're doing your research. <laughs> <laughs> Understatement. <laughs> so, so I mean, but they, they and and again, I ain't trying to uh, get niggas to uh, scam uh, the ta- uh, the child support, but they tax you on the, the corporate job, not the... Correct. Oh, Okay. Well, when well, niggas, you found your underground railroad. If you don't pay that child support, your registration block, your passport block. Damn. Yeah. Damn. So, uh, before we get back to the stripping, what about the uh, what about the baby mamas? They cool. They they vindictive. They like, oh, there you go, showing his dick again. Like, I mean, how they how they take this? I can say my first one, she was a little bit vindictive, but I, she came around. Um, my last one was my it your fault or her? Being vindictive, it wasn't. It wasn't nobody's fault. It was just a situation to where uh, it wasn't planned, and it was just one of those nights because it was only one time. It was one of those nights that leaving Club DMX and boy, yeah, full of that gin, and you know, and my daughter's mom were cool. Uh, that was the one I was in relationship for six years, but the middle one, it's a crazy story. This really happens. What when they do movies, this really happens. What? 2015, I'm living my best life, and I get a, a Instagram inbox. Hey, we got a five-year-old son that you don't know about. So that's how I end up having three children. I had my girl and my boy. I was done. I imagine. Yeah. Dang. So so when when did you make that son? Stripping, dancing days? Like no, when, this was my uh, gym days? This was, was my B-Hemp days. Oh, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> this was my B-Hemp days. And... Yeah, the Ricky Bobby, he was really successful off that Ricky Bobby, man. It was it was crazy, man. I, that's all I can say. It was crazy. Nah, what was crazy is how Dallas blown up and then got shut out like that. No, we're not shut out. We coming back mm. around. Uh, yeah, you know, t- almost 10 years later, well, 12 you, years later. You know, Atlanta stole everything we did. And don't forget California. California had a little run. They did, you know. But yeah. I met Cali Swag District, so they real cool. So I didn't have no hard feelings toward them. I met them at um at Tom Joyner uh, Family Reunion in uh, mm-hmm. Kissimmee. With, uh, I was with Hemp and uh, Ricky. Then they took us, flew out there to um, Orlando. Okay. Let's get back to the stripping game. Okay. Because I, I got to test your limits a little bit. Okay. Let, let's be honest. Where's Where's your limit in the game? What do you mean? Where's your Where's your limit as far as stripping? Like, like, don't even ask me about this. Don't even remotely bring it. Request it. I don't dance for men. I feel you. I've had I have I've had several parties where females. Like, well, my gay friend gonna be here. I'm like, nope, he can't be there. It's been several parties. That's fair. Because we do a lot of private parties too. Yeah. Where they um, 
and just for the record, every time we, every time we travel, we get a booking fee. So we just like an artist. They gotta get us a hotel, booking fee. We sign contracts and everything. So when we do, even when we do like little uh, house parties, mm-hmm. it's a booking fee, hotel, all that. So um, it's been several times I've been approached about, well, this this dude gonna be here, but it's not. I said nope. If he's there, I'm not showing up. Also, I don't like when women try to put money in between my butt. Fair. I don't like that at all. Um, other than that, that's basically it. I can't say don't don't smell because you know. You gotta take that with the good with the bad. You just gotta hold your breath. I mean, I mean, you working out there, man. It ain't like it make it makes sense if you come to the club smelling good, then you leave, or right before you leave, you gotta bathe or something. I mean, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. But I mean, okay, and and tell me what you would do in this situation because I listened to this other podcast called Beige Philip, and he was a, a stripper way back. He said this one a girl was like five hundred pounds, right? And then she told him that uh, at the time that uh, he was getting fat. I mean, do the women, you know, kind of like dig at you or be yeah, disrespectful? Yeah. Not, not disrespectful. Like, well, they probably, it's to anybody else, it may be disrespectful. But I don't find it disrespectful when it's the truth. Because it been some times where this last year I was going through so much that mm-hmm. I was just drinking, drinking, drinking. So my I let my body go. Yeah. So. When it comes from like family, homegirls, yeah. and they tell you you getting fat, you yeah. gotta get back in the gym. Well, I mean, do that. I'm surprised. I'm surprised you stopped because you. Uh, one thing I noticed about you for the on average, ain't don't you like keep most of the same habits for the most of the yeah. time? Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm surprised you even fell off because ain't you a uh, Taurus? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So most of them niggas, they they do the same shit until life force them to do something else. Exactly. So, so you know me. So when people, like, I would say I haven't drank since New Year's, but I did have a couple of drinks yesterday. <laughs> but I, the one one uh, New Year's resolution is I was gonna stop drinking as much. Okay. And I, cause I used to drink like almost every day. Like I, I got liquor in my house right now, but I ain't touched it. I touched it today though. Coming here. I mean, how did how? Well, since you did have that habit, and like I said, you a creature of habit. How that how that fuck with your your stripper money or your kids money? I mean, really? It once I look at it, I kept a lot of money in my pocket. Normally, when I go home, I see more money because once I get off stage, I'm going in my bag buying drinks at the bar. Okay. Yeah. So, with that being said, the whole, you know, stripping thing, and you know, you you going through what you're going through, the baby mamas, the trying to uh, work out. I mean, as far as the corporate job go, do you still train? Do do you just strictly corporate and strip or how do you how you balance your life, especially now? Well, I'm getting back to training. Uh, ever since I started going back to the gym, people been hitting me up because everybody know how I train. Like I'm an honest trainer. If I know you ain't gonna lose weight with me, I ain't gonna take your money. If I see you bullshitting, I ain't gonna take your money. I'm gonna tell you straight up. When I'm training you, I'm not harsh. I don't fuss. I don't yell. It's like a strict, like monotone. I'll be like, man, you bullshitting out here. You wasting your money, or why uh, I. Sometimes I just have to look at them, and they'll just be like, "Oh, let me do it right." So it's a certain it's a certain way of training, and I feel like honesty will get you a lot, will take you a long way. And that's how that's how I feel. I mean, don't you don't you feel like because again, uh, like most of the guys I know, like you, they're good at making money, but what about you know 
making it go other places and investments and other stuff like well, what are you dipping and dabbing in well i do um i do got stocks i okay. own uh three shares of serious radio um new gold and i got like 17 stocks of ford so i try to dibble in that um any, i really want to get my clothing off any any iras or mutual funds all i got is a 401k bro oh okay you might want to look into the mother ones but yeah. my thing is Okay, with all that being said, and you you trying to live the life, you're trying to take care of the kids, you're trying to keep this lifestyle going. What 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 Because again, you're a creature of habit. So what actually breaks you, emotionally or on the ground? You mean like what just get me off my game? Yeah, what gets you off your game, or what just makes you nigga? I'm stopping everything I'm doing. Man, my kids, man, like I don't I don't see how dudes can just go through life without even just considering their kids because like you know it ain't like i had kids and like it got to the point to where i had so much going on with the child support i'm juggling myself between this baby mama this baby mama it just got overwhelming mm -hmm. but i was with my kids 24 7 like i'm always around my kids so for me not being around my kids all the time that breaks me so when some when, when they call me about something they might call me about a Something I don't agree with and we have an argument, that'll ruin my whole little week or day. Okay. But with that being said and the whole stripping and everything else, where does um what's what what's the finish line look like for you? Man, I, the finish line is I wanna um I wanna have my clothing successful. Okay. And I, I really wanna start a label. I feel like I should I should be behind the scene in music as far as writing, developing the artist because I've been through so much, like, even though I didn't make it, I know so much. Yeah. And, and also, I want to I wanna promote. I want to be a, I want to own a club and promote and have hookahs because I, I did, last year, I did a lot of promoting. I did a uh, fourth quarter. I had my own night on Thursdays okay. for, like, almost two years. And then I did Pink Lounge, just like a, cari uh, a karaoke, R&B, 90s karaoke, so... I'm really good at that, getting people in one room and just having a good time. Okay. My thing is uh, with the whole promoting and everything else, let's, uh, let's tiptoe back to the stripping. I mean, name the most awkward night you ever had. The most awkward, the most awkward night is my first night. <laughs> oh, okay. Because you said, because you said the whole block knew you were stripping. So that... And I know for a fact, probably coworkers, family, yeah. old people you went to high school with. I yeah. mean, I mean, did was it was it awkward? Was it cool? Did they show you love? Like, how was it? Man, when you're on stage, you just don't think about that. You just think about giving them a good performance. And it got to the point where when I first started putting out flyers, people was laughing. Like, excuse me. Oh, um, Old uh, co-workers, old classmates, they was laughing until they actually came to the club and saw what I was doing. Okay. Well, I mean, again, let's go back to what's off limits. Okay. Because, again, excuse my Pornhub uh, history, but I seen the uh, the dancing bear, and I see them dancing, getting they, they dick suck, everything else. I mean, let's be honest. Would you stop a chick while you performing from giving you some? I plead the fifth. Smart man, <laughs> but my thing is I can't like my thing is okay because again I seen male strip clubs and the niggas they they are beyond aggressive and beyond weird. 
Uh, tell me the type of clients that come to strip cl- uh, the female strip club. The female strip club? Yeah, I mean, your male. Yeah, male, excuse me. I mean, it's it's hardworking women from call centers to working at McDonald's to like corporate. I mean, we I know you ain't that. taking somebody mick check around. <laughs> I know you're not. Man, you know what? I don't. I don't go into details with these women. <laughs> they just come to have a good time. Some celebrating birthdays. Some mm-hmm. celebrating divorces. Some just want to come out and have a good time. So I don't go into details. It's not like I said. It's not like the female strip club where they sit down and have a whole conversation with men. We have actual sets. So it's twelve dancers. It's back to back, and and um like safe inside come out. Yeah, I got a whole set. Like I got to hit up my bro. Uh, Cash, shout out to yeah. Cash. He make my um, he make my shows. We do a twenty two minute set anywhere from between fifteen to twenty two minute set. We got props and we got shows. After that, the next dance up. Okay, um, weird question. How do you know the costume is popping? Like, how do you know? Okay, I'm about to kill him with this one. Cause I mean, again. The 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 costumes are already weird looking a little bit. So I mean, how how you choose it and know? Okay, this this me, I guess. I got a clothing company, bro. <laughs> I know I know how to no 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 a, a crew neck and you half naked and 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 your and your vest and everything else. You cannot put that in the same conversation. I'm gonna say this, man. All right, my go to material is um I'm having. Brain farts over here is um, what you call it? The um, see through latex. Not see through latex. Uh, satin. Uh, it's the um, uh, shit. When you flip it, it change color. Sequence. Oh, okay. Females love shiny sequence. Really? You can't never go wrong with sequence. Okay, hold up, man. So the most the most shiniest nigga get some shine. You can say that, or I'm going to say this, sequence and fur. Once you mix the sequence and fur together, and you put it together, yeah, it's nice, man. Okay, this next question is hella out of line. Okay. But when they when they trying to pick you as a dancer, do they do a, a, a test, you know, make sure what you got is stage worthy? Nine times out of ten, they already seen me dance. Okay. I mean, it ain't just, when we get booked, they don't just come blindly. Oh, sometimes they do because one of their homegirls recommended you. Yeah, good faith. Yeah, yeah. but if they trust their homegirl. They're going to be like, okay, cool. So, trust me, nine times out of ten, somebody saw you. Okay. With, with that being said, do you got a woman checking you? Because you did say the dude ran the actual club. So, I mean, so they they, they either, like, like you said, you get vouched for or they... Bring a girl in and be like, okay, he's straight, and then just go from there. Because you, you do got the fluffer in the picker money upper, so I was wondering if that was another job the ladies could get into. As far as promoting, we have a lot of female promoters. Dang. Yeah, that's that's the majority of our bookings is from female promoters. Every so often you have a promoter that's a male, and that's because he's either a dancer. Like I promote yeah. my bro Danger, he's a promoter as well. And we 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 put together shows and we bring dancers from out of town. We pay their flights, hotel, booking fee, and everything. So, but majority of it is women. Just women want to be a promoter, get some dancers out, get all they uh just make a name for themselves in their uh in their uh city. Man, okay. Cause we're getting closer to the end of this. 
when when we talk about the whole game and everything else, okay, most of the male strip clubs, bright lights come through, BYOB, whatever. But one thing I noticed about female strip clubs is they're hella like ducked off, secretive. Like if you don't know where the female strip club is, nine times out of ten, you're not gonna find it. Right. So kind of describe where they put them, how they get women in there, um, how you get repeat customers, stuff like that. We are very ducked off. Okay. And it's just word of mouth. Like I said. Um, so you like an urban legend, low key. Like, man, like just. You know what? If with, with you making that statement, I probably would have said now, like probably a couple of years ago. But with me having my own night and the stuff I was able to pull it off, mm-hmm. I just feel like it's word of mouth. It depends on who you are because everybody tried to do their own night and it was unsuccessful. Not saying I'm just that nigga, but you know I know a lot of people. I'm, I'm, I'm with the people. So basically, like I ain't the type of person. If something going on, I'm ignored. Like if we in the club, yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go see what's going on. Like I care. So people see that they just fuck with genuine people. Mm-hmm. So whatever you got going, they'll fuck with you. Okay. So my thing is, cause again, I, uh, you seem like a very you know happy go lucky joke around guy. Mm-hmm. But again, I don't. Again, some dudes might call you a punk or whatever. Me, I, I totally disagree. I probably, I probably, any nigga, and this is a warning, any nigga that laugh or joke around a lot, always real cool, watch that nigga because he'll beat your ass if, if, if push comes to shove. And people, I mean, have you ever had to uh, fight your fellow strippers for your money or uh, y'all ever had no beef? Because you did say y'all was cool, but then again, once, once money get involved, you know, people start acting a certain way. I wouldn't lie and say, um, it wasn't several arguments. It's mm-hmm. been fights. But at the end of the day, like I said, we all got to make money. Okay. Um, I w- don't get me wrong. Like, when money is involved, you see true people. So um, that does go on. But it got to the point to where females start noticing. They stopped coming to the club. So when when, I, when push comes to shove, no uh no shade to the female strippers, but males you know, males we get along forgive yeah uh fairly quickly. Definitely. So we all we all just had to come together and be like, Hey man, yeah, but we some gotta get this money. Yeah, but some of them girls in the game, if they come up short, that's that's dangerous for them. So now see it's different because mm-hmm. they gotta go fight for like customers and clients mm-hmm. with us. You got see why why female dancing yeah. They got like three or four different stage side stages where people can get attention or they can uh, steal attention from somebody. Okay. With us, when that one person dancing, all eyes on that stage. Okay. So if when you don't get your money, you got to step your show game up, step your uh, costume game up. So the only person you can get mad at the end of the day is yourself. Man, okay, I hear you, but at the same time, where's the... Um, where's the... Cause I remember you saying it's kind of like, like a secret society, or whatever. Like, how do you how do you know who to work with, who not to work with? Because again, with a bunch of men in the room, ego could be in, in the room. Like, uh, who who have you gravi- gravitated to, and why? Like, well, the, the person who brought me in, Danger, uh, we real close. We done several um, shows shows together. We did our anniversary. Our anniversary coming up again in March. We always do our anniversary together. Okay. Um, Shyboy because he actually gave me my first shot on stage. Cause when I actually the first day I danced, I didn't get on stage. I was basically trailing. 
which means I just go around the room and just give out lap dances. But Shyboy gave me my first actual um, chance on stage. We had a few bumps in the road, but um, it was just me. You know, when you get in the game and females showing you love, you get big-headed. But I had to sit back and just evaluate everything, and I had to see, like, okay, this man providing us with opportunity to get money every week. So I had to come to a common ground, like, to follow his lead. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, I mean – I didn't try to jump out and be a leader, but it was just something that was just offered to me and, f- and it fell in my lap. Okay. The last part of the show, and then we're going to uh, wrap this um, uh, cake up. My thing is, okay, what about you and relationships? How can you have a healthy, sustainable relationship and you you got you got the job, you got the training, you got the stripping, you got the clothing line? Where's her time? At this time, I feel like this is the stepping stone area. Okay. To where you just building up. Once you get comfortable where you at, that's when you will be like, you know what? Let me uh, settle down with somebody. But right now, I'm just all over the place. Okay. And I can say I can get a female that understand. They might understand to a certain extent, but then they don't understand. Okay. Uh, one. How old are you? Thirty-three. Okay. Weird question. What if your girl was stripping? I, my 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 actual first love was a stripper. What? Yes, my first my first love. I ain't gonna say my first girlfriend, but my first serious what? relationship we stayed together. She was actually a dancer. You talking DG's. about the sixth year? No. Okay. No. Okay. No offense. Don't take it the wrong way. Were y'all boyfriend girlfriend, or were you a trick who thought you was the boyfriend? No, we actually stayed together. We was boyfriend and girlfriend. I mean, again, were you, uh, were you training at that time? Were you rapping at that time? When? What time in your life was it? I was actually working in the, and in the streets. Okay. So how did you how did you keep your, your masculine frame and you didn't let the ego get to you as far as her stripping? I didn't like it. I ain't gonna I'm to be honest with you. I didn't like it. I didn't trust it. She come in home with all this money. It got to the point to where she tried to work. She actually had a real job and mm-hmm. it, it just wasn't for her. Just like my job is not for me, but, you know, I got to do what I got to do at this point. Definitely. But I feel like some people just on this earth just to work for themselves. Okay. Well, with that being said, I mean, what well, what would be worse to you? Your girl being a stripper or your girl being a porn star? Definitely. Mm, I'll say stripper. reason why I say stripper. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> don't, right. don't tell on yourself, but keep going. Porn star, you know they clean. You know Fair. what they're doing. Because they get tested a lot, and you can actually see what they're doing. But a stripper, you just you just don't know. Your mind wonders. Yeah, you just don't know. Man, I mean, again, how long you been stripping? Three years? Coming up three years in two weeks. You ever try to make it work with somebody or, or somebody you got pretty serious with or what? I have. Okay, what what made it, what started it, and what, what ended it, obviously? It started with us... Um, them coming to the club event, uh, obviously, I met them at the club. But it just got to the point to where, man, it's just temptation, man. Sometimes you just give in. You just give in, man. And and, and whatever you do in the dark going to come to light. That's all I can say. Hey, man, let, let me ask you a real question, man. Because, no offense, I'm not saying you a dog or nothing. I'm saying you seem like the guy who's, you know, high energy, High drive, high sex drive, and all that. Can can one person even keep you happy? You know what? I'm really struggling with that right now, 
and and they, and it's just not just say I'm a dog or I'm a hoe, but I got a homegirl who I was talking to like three weeks ago in the club, and she was like, she was just talking about Polly, mm-hmm. and she was like, I just feel like it's no, I, I just feel like a man can't be with just one chick. So people should adapt to the more poly lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And it just had my mind wondering because at one point I do get happy with just one chick, but <laughs> Yeah, man, right. Nah, for real. Man, get the fuck out of here. My daughter's man, mom my daughter's mom. My daughter's mom is actually happy with her. Listen, that's you know what? That's the only reason I never cheated. And not because uh I never had the opportunity. It's I knew I couldn't cheat and come back and say, I'm sorry for cheating. Yeah. Cause I knew I couldn't say that with a straight face. Yeah. Like as men, we just understand the motion and explaining it to women is like explaining calculus to a kindergartner. So, I mean, it's it's a weird little situation, man. But so you feel like you would sign up for a poly relationship? I would. Why? Because when you get tired of this chick, you can go to the next one. Okay, let me ask you. Let's get back to your ethics because I'm I'm really interested about. This this bro code that the strippers got because I already I already seen the female stripper uh, ethics so I want to hear from the man's ethics. Okay, let's say no no shade and uh, please do not kill me for this. Say uh, our homeboy uh, TJ. Let's say you see his wife in a club acting ass, but she's spending cash, she throwing it on you, she she trying to pro- she trying to proposition. Okay. And and we're gonna take a break. He got a pee. Ooh, I've been hollering this for so long. Yeah, go pee, bro. Ooh. Yeah, once you once you come back, we'll be done. Okay. Yeah, we just we just, we just got two more questions and we done. Mm-hmm. How how much time we looking at? <laughs> yeah, no, that was uh, that last one was. Ooh, I had her. Hey, Jess, how much time we in? Yeah, the recorder's been running for 47 minutes. Okay. I'm almost done, so that's, that's like, good. Oh, that's good. That is good. I'm trying to stay under an hour anyway. Are you good? Don't ever drink a half a gallon of water, tequila, and vein before a podcast. Stop. My bladder was killing me. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. You can ask me anything now. Yeah, we almost <laughs> done. Just two more. We're good. Yeah, so let's say you see one of your homeboys' uh, wife or girlfriend at the club. They spending cash. They 
They they go to the uh, the boom boom room, the quiet room with the, with the strip or whatever. Do you do you tell? Do you keep the experience secret? Like, what's the rules to that? I'm gonna tell you this, man, and you probably won't even believe me. Uh-huh. Nine times out of ten, if somebody's wife, chick, girlfriend, baby mama's in the club, they know. I've had that's like I said, I had several of my homeboys when when they girl be like, hey, I want to do this. They'll recommend me. It was one girl. I did a party like last year, mm-hmm. and she was just like, oh, "I don't know, I don't know." I was like, "Your baby daddy the one booked me. He the one told me to come do this party." Oh, okay, I can turn up. So nine times out of ten, these like the female, the females species, they are so they are so loyal, man. And when they feel like they finna do something with a slight of guilt, unless they mad at their dude. That dude know. They'll let that dude know. I don't, I don't know. I'm like fifty fifty with it. I feel like I feel like women can stay in the gray zone. They could do some stuff, but then kind of be okay as they long can. as long as as long as don't nobody know. Now if they got to deal with the shame, that's when the guilt X Y and Z come. But like I said, like the environment we in, like females, very seldom don't have to. They don't sneak and do that. Especially with me, like if I do some, like. My homeboys, they know what type of dude I am, so they be like, okay, he won't do nothing disrespectful because I won't. I do have a conscience. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, man. Hey, man, I, I want to appreciate you for coming through, you know, uh, spending that real, being honest, everything else. Hey, man, l- let them know about all your social media and everything else. Okay, if you want to find me on Facebook, um, you have to type in, um, just type in S L O W. Uh, space M O S H A N that's slow motion and about three pages will pop up. But the page you'll want to add is the one with me with the crown on my head. If you want to add my Snapchat, it's M O S H A N F I T N E S S. I repeat that again. That is M O S H A N F I T N E S. That's motion fitness. On Instagram, I am M O S H A N. DTX, so that's Motion DTX for Motion Dallas, Texas. And I do have Confidential Clothing Company. Um, if you want to shop with us, it's confidentialcloth.com. So confidentialandcloth.com. And also plug in Melody Mafia as well. Just type in Melody Mafia. That's one of the brands. And A Plus Print Shop. I am an ambassador, a sales ambassador for them as well. Hey, man. If you, uh, if you're looking for Talking Greasy, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and on YouTube. And also, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, hit us up at TalkingGreasy at gmail.com. Also, if you'd like to sponsor the show, hit us up at TalkingGreasy at gmail.com. My personal is Darnell Does It on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Because it ain't easy talking greasy. We out. Is it me or is it something by a call that makes a bad bitch get freaky fuck like porno star? Or maybe it was that phone that keep a bopper in the zone. But the way she hit my phone, like she can't leave me alone. And that does just keep happening. Let me know now this rap and shit. She ain't out of 10, she died.